Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thursday, November 12th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Hoynes, it was a, a big old party for Shane Bieber last night as he was awarded the um, 2020 American League Cy Young. Uh, pretty much a, a no-brainer there, uh, a unanimous vote. Uh, he becomes the first Indians uh, unanimous winner, uh, fifth player for the Indians to win it overall. Uh and, and, and really, it was just, uh, you know, I, I guess that was the only suspense, the only, uh, the, the only mystery surrounding the award was whether he was going to get all the votes possible, and he did. Uh, it was just, uh, it, it seemed like uh, more of a coronation than anything else for, for Shane Bieber and well-deserved. Yeah, definitely well-deserved, uh, Joe. And uh, I liked uh, on the Zoom call, he must have been sitting out in his backyard in uh, – Laguna Beach or wherever he lives in California looked very, very nice. And, uh, you know, I just like the, the whole feel of it. He seems like a guy that, you know, he hasn't changed that, you know, he's the same guy that, you know, that came up a couple of years ago and, um, you know, he ch- keeps things low key. You know, I love what he said about his, his family that he walked on at, uh, at Santa Barbara at, at, at college, uh, didn't have a scholarship for two years. Uh, and then, but his, you know, he wanted to go there. His family refinanced their house a couple times to pay for his tuition. And, uh, he, you know, this is kind of the reward at the end of it. So that's, that was a nice, that's a good thing to see. I think good, good feel to it. Right. It made the, uh, it made the zoom call, uh, interesting to hear as, as, as in the background, uh, his friends and family were playing cornhole and you could hear them, uh, you know, react. They're still competitive, even in the off season. It was kind of funny to, to hear that as, as he was joking back and forth with his buddies. Uh, and, and on the National League side of things, uh, speaking of competitive, uh, Trevor Bauer, uh, who was an Indians pitcher up until uh, midseason last year, uh, he wins the National League award, uh, three-piece suit as he uh, sat there on his couch and accepted uh, the award. And, you know, just typical Trevor Bauer, I think it was uh, – uh, just interesting to see him uh, accept and and kind of be a little bit humbled there for a, for a minute, but this was award this was an award that he expected to win and it would have been pretty outraged if he hadn't. It turned out to be more of a, a, a landslide for Trevor Bauer than 
uh, you would have predicted. I think he got 27 out of the 31st place votes. And he's probably going to be gunning for those, uh, those three guys who voted against him at some point. Yeah, no, I think uh, that was well-deserved, another one. And it's kind of a, to me, that's a clean sweep for the tribe, isn't it? I, you know, I, I don't associate Bauer with, uh, with the, the Reds that much, but I do associate him with uh, the Indians. That's where his formative years were. I mean, where he really established himself in the big leagues. And it just a, uh, you know, a great uh, compliment to not only Bauer and Beaver, but the Indians' uh, pitching system, uh, and what about what about Bowers too? He looked like a giant leprechaun, didn't he, with the double-breasted uh, vest? That's what yeah. I just, that just jumped into my mind. I, I, you know, you know, you know that's a brand. You know, he's selling that suit somewhere. On, on that's one of his brands. You know, well, he's no, got he, already, he already had T-shirts with the the logos on them up on his up for sale on his website with uh, you know Cy Young and him wearing a crown and everything. So it was it was interesting. I, I will say. Uh, probably the the Reds would probably take exception and uh, and think of Bauer as a as, as a Cincinnati player simply because uh, it's the first time anybody's ever won a Cy Young for the Reds uh, in, in their history, which is you know you think back to the the 70s and you know the good teams that they had, and they never had a Cy Young winner back then. So yeah, uh, <laughs> the Reds would probably claim him still. Yeah. But, the, you know, you think of the big red machine and all you do is think of hitters on that, those clubs, you know, Johnny Bench and Rose and, and Concepcion and, uh, you know, Perez, all those guys and uh, George Foster. You don't think of too many pitchers, you know, and uh, Sparky was Captain Hook back then. Those guys didn't last, you know, they, those starting pitchers didn't, didn't hang around too long. Then. Here's a, uh, in, in response to uh, your subtext uh, post, about Trevor Bauer winning and uh, feeling like a, a clean sweep for the Indians, uh, one of our subtexters replied, I'm sure that the evil empire, a.k.a. the Yankees, will love having Bauer on their roster starting next season. So that's, uh, that, that's the immediate thinking is that the, uh, the, the Yankees, uh, in need of pitching, are going to go out and spend on, uh, on Trevor Bauer for at least one year. What do you, what do you think the chances of, uh, of Bauer being a Yankee next year are? Boy, that's a clash. I'd love to see that, how Bauer survives the Big Apple. You know, if he could survive uh, that scrutiny, that media group, uh, he, could, he could pitch anywhere. And, you know, we'll see how adaptable he is. And he is adaptable. And I, I think he, he'd kind of relish that. But if it goes the wrong way in New York, you, you better, you know, you better have some thick skin. All right. Uh, just staying with our subtexters here for uh... – uh, another second. Uh, again, if you're uh, interested in getting updates on the Indians from Hoinsey and myself throughout the offseason, uh, go to cleveland.com uh, slash subtext, uh, join subtext. Uh, it's $3.99 a month, and you get uh, a chance to text back and forth with myself and Paul, uh, and, and you get basically the uh, everything that we know. You get it first before it's on, on Twitter, before it's on um, the, on the main site. Uh, really a, a great opportunity to, to sort of share your thoughts and feelings and have conversations about the Indians and where they're headed. Uh, Hoinsey, you posted about Shane Bieber being the best uh, bargain in baseball, still not even eligible for arbitration, and he's 34 and 14 in two seasons. Uh, this year, Bieber made uh, just over the uh, major league minimum at 623,000. Uh, 
and it, actually he received a ten thousand dollar bonus for winning the Cy Young. Ten thousand dollar bonus, but that was prorated down to uh, thirty seven hundred dollars uh, because of the pandemic and the agreement that the players made. Um, just uh, the, the thought there of of Bieber being um, the you know basically the biggest bargain in baseball right now for, for what he gave and what he's able to do. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing, Joe. I mean, think about this. Uh, two years ago, uh, he finished fourth in the, in the Cy Young. Now he won it for this past season. You know, that's, you know, some pitchers go their whole career and don't do that. And uh, this kid is, he's, he's got two years and uh, 97 days of service time and look what he's accomplished. Uh, I mean, he's, he's a staff ace, uh, you know, he, he won the triple crown and, and this guy's barely making over the minimum, you know, I mean, and I'm sure the Indians have tried to t sign him to a multi-year deal by now, but the fact that he hasn't, you know, that's why, you know, his, he's got the standard incentive clause for, you know, performances and, and awards. And right now that's, you know, with the Indians, at least that's a $10,000 bonus for uh, winning a Cy Young. And uh, Corey Kluber had the same kind of, you know, incentive uh, package. But Corey then signed that long deal, that, that $38 million deal. And he, uh, you know, the, the incentives in that were, you know, his, uh, his, the last couple of years on the deal, they, you know, if you won, depending on first, second, third, or fourth place finish for the Cy Young, you know, your, your salary boosted to like $2 million a pop. So, you know, that's why he... He was making, you know, last the last season the Indian, when the Indians picked up his option, it was seventeen point five million. So, uh, you know, the, so there comes, you know, you got to weigh that as a player. Do I sign a multi-year deal? Do I commit to this franchise, or do I go a year at a time? And uh, right now, you know, Beaver is going a year at a time, and so you know that you don't get the, those kind of perks right at, at in that in the process right there. Now maybe that changes if he signs a multi-year deal, but, you know, I think, uh, I don't know, you know, if you, if he's following the lead of Bauer and Clevenger, he's not going to do that. Right. It right. really it, seems, it seems like he's a guy that's, that's more like betting on himself. Uh, he, he did it in college and, and he kept bringing that up. Uh, I, I think he's going to probably do that again and just, just sort of ride it out until uh, we were talking about what the, the first year eligible for arbitration, uh, you know, the record for a pitcher, uh, in his first year of arbitration eligibility is Dallas Keuchel, 7.2 million. So uh, he plays one more year under this uh, uh, league minimum contract. And then once he's eligible for arbitration, that, uh, that salary goes way up uh, beginning with that first year arbitration eligibility. He's, he's guaranteed to almost make more than, more than Keuchel at that point. Uh, yeah. yeah. With that track record. I mean, if he, you know, if he has a normal season, Next year, you know, depending how long the season is, I mean, he's going to be in for a big – he's going to set some records. Right. Uh, just jumping back into uh, our responses from subtexters here uh, from the Columbus area code. That stinks that the Cy Young bonus is only 10000 If I was the owner, I think I'd feel guilty about his salary. Uh, from the 216 area code, uh, if I were these guys, I'd be pissed at somebody. A lot of, lot of money left on the table. Damn COVID. Uh, let's see. From 440 area code, uh, 3700 is a good day on the stock market. Come on. 
Look at the front office. There's uh, find a way to make up the rest of his bonus for the triple crown. No Bieber, no playoffs. So certainly, uh, you know, advancing to the playoffs, they probably would not have been there without uh, Shane Bieber and his efforts this year. Uh, this uh, subtexter saying that, you know, maybe there's a, a way to make up the, the difference of that uh, or the balance of that, you know, maybe in next year's uh, contract that they offer him, uh, you know, before, uh, before the season, they, they can include that extra 70, you know, $7,500 or, or whatever that they would, would have owed him from the, uh, um, the bonus or not. Yeah. In the past, uh, you know, they've done that. Joe, I think, uh, you know, I remember when Jose Mesa won the, uh, you know, made the, made the all-star game. He didn't have a, he didn't have an all-star cl- uh, bonus clause in and uh, Dick Jacobs gave him, you know, gave him something. I don't know what it was, but th- that was when the Indians were flush. This is coming <laughs> off a, a pandemic uh, year where, you know, you know, reports say every team lost at least a hundred million dollars. Uh, you know, by playing the 60 game sprint with no fans. That's uh, it, 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 but then you've got people like, uh, like Francisco Lindor out there saying, you know, this is uh, they, they just signed a $3 billion TV deal. And, yeah. you know, how, where, how, don't, don't cry poor, I guess, is the, the message there. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, again, just, uh, just to close out a uh, congratulations to Shane Bieber. Uh, well-deserved on the, the Cy Young award. Uh, but the the sort of the closing out of the award season, the uh, the biggest award, the the top award right now, uh, is the MVP, and the Indians have uh, one more uh, you know bullet left in the chamber. They've got Jose Ramirez, uh, who has as good a chance as anybody to win uh, his first MVP award, uh, third time as a finalist. He's up against Jose Abreu, um, and DJ LeMahieu as as the uh, the other two finalists, really, uh, Ramirez carried the Indians into the playoffs. And if you were casting your vote in that final week of the season and paying attention to what Ramirez was doing at the plate, uh, I don't think there's anybody who could deny, you know, what he was able to accomplish. Uh, his, his war number was higher than any player in baseball at the end of the year. And I know you don't just automatically check that off as the uh the number one reason why you would vote for somebody but uh you know you, you can't deny what jose ramirez brought to the table uh and and you found out something uh, uh you know interesting about the way that the award's going to be presented today yeah josh donaldson uh, former al mvp with uh, toronto if um if jose wins it uh uh uh, Josh Donaldson will be presenting the uh, the winner, you know, of the of the uh, AL MVP uh, award winner uh, the, tonight on uh, ESPN, and uh, you know, obviously they, uh, you know, Donaldson and and Jose played together in 2018 when the, the Indians traded for Donaldson at, in August. Uh, they brought Donaldson over to th- uh, to play third. Jose moved to second base and. Uh, yeah, you know, Donaldson played a great third base defensively, but offensively you could tell he had missed a, bit, a large chunk of the season because of that calf injury, the same calf injury that, you know, sidelined him for the postseason this year with the Twins. But uh, that it was a move that was, the Indians took a gamble on that and it really didn't work. But, uh, you know, still, you know, and when Donaldson left, Jose moved back to a third base, which is, you know, where he belongs right now. 
Right. And, uh, you know, he did have that stretch from late 2018 through about mid 2019 where Jose just, he didn't hit, he didn't hit up to the level of, uh, you know, what we had expected from the, the, the two seasons previous. Uh, he, he was in a slump, but, uh, you know, he, he shook it off, you know, late in, in uh, 2019 and got as hot as anybody uh, until he, he had the hand injury uh, that sidelined. But then even when he came back from the hand injury, uh, you know, hit a grand slam, hit another home run in, in the game in Chicago. And it was like, okay, things are going to be all right. And then just really from, from the jump this year, he was, he was lightning. He was, he was everything the Indians needed at the plate. Yeah, you know, he's, he, I think we got spoiled probably in those two years where, you know, he was the MVP finalist. Was that 2017? 17 and 18. Yeah, and, you know, we thought he was so consistent. Now we've seen him turn into more of a streaky player to me, Joe. I mean, we've seen him have highs and lows. But once he gets hot, he is, he is so much fun to watch. You can just see the confidence, you know, in him when, when he kind of struts to the plate. He just – he looks like he owns the ballpark, and that's fun to watch. And we're talking about Bieber being a deal, Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, so is Jose Ramirez. So – I mean, Ramirez is, you know, signed that club-friendly contract. Uh, you know, he's he, this year is his fu- the final, you know, guaranteed year of that deal in right, 2021, right. I should say. Then he's got two more club options. So, you know, Dave, uh, the Indians front office, you know, so far has done a great job signing con- club from, you know, having two of the best players in baseball under club-friendly deals. In 9.4 million in uh, in 2021 for Jose Ramirez. So he will be one of the Indians, uh, you know, top two or three highest paid players uh, this year. And that'll be the first time he's, he's been, you know, one of the team's top, top paid players. Uh, then contract option for uh, 2022 is an $11 million team option with a $2 million buyout. Uh, and then in 2023, if he's still around then, it's a $13 million team option with no buyout. So, uh, so really... You're looking at, you know, 9.4 for Jose this year. And then depending on how things go this season and or this upcoming season, the 2021 season, if, if things go south early, uh, you're talking Jose Ramirez as a, a really good potential trade chip uh, at some point. And that's – you're going to be talking about trading away a, a, a potential guy who's, who, who will, you know, could have an MVP in his pocket. Joe, just think about that. They trade Jose Ramirez midway through the 2021 season. You look back over the last, what, three years, four mm-hmm. years, Bauer, Clevenger, Lindor, probably this winter, and mm-hmm. then, then Ramirez, you know, peep, they, <laughs> they better get a load. Kluber. And Kluber, yeah. I mean, they, they better get a truckload of talent back and an immediate big league right. talent. Right. Not guys right. you got to wait four years for. Or they, they might they're going to be picketing out front of a, a, a progressive field. They're, they're, they're might, if, if there's any fans left to to picket. Right. There's a, a mutiny is the word that you, that comes to mind for sure. Uh, but but really it, it 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 runs in cycles because you go back to 2007 2008 and you know the CC Sabathia Cliff Lee they win Cy Young awards and then each one is traded yep. the next year. Victor Martinez. Yeah, Victor Martinez went. They traded Lee and Victor in, within days of each other in 2009. Right. And uh, 
I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tough way to do business, uh, but you know, teams like the Indians, that's the way they do it. And they almost have to do that to survive, but boy, oh boy, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep one, you know, a couple cornerstone players just to, you know, keep the ball, you know, keep the fans interest. And, uh, you know, while, while, you know, you're rebuilding the rest of the roster. So it's, it's going to really be interesting to see how this 2021 unfolds. And, uh, and I think we got to give a tip of the cap to uh, Carl Willis here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, the Indians pitching coach. Uh, how many Cy Young winners has, has this guy had? Yeah, Willis had uh, five. This is his fifth. Um, CC in, tw- in 2007, Cliff Lee in 2008, Felix Hernandez in 2010, Rick Porcello in 2016, and Shane Bieber again uh, this year, 2020. So uh, he, he was not – uh, around in Cleveland for either of Corey Kluber's uh, two Cy Youngs. But still, uh, just a, a remarkable, um, you know, run for uh, Carl Willis for him to be able to do that. And, and Shane Beaver did mention him in his, in his comments in his, uh, his Zoom call uh, after winning the award. Yeah, and I think this is a guy that we've seen kind of, you know, basically kind of, an old, you know, has that reputation as an old school pitching coach, but – you know, he's adapted, he's changed, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's gone into analytics, analytics, he's accepted that, but he's uh, kind of me- melded the two, you know, he's still, uh, and I think that those, that three-man pitching team that the Indians have, you know, he, he kind of leads that group with Ruben Niebla and, and Brian Sweeney, and, uh, you know, they really, uh, they've done a great job, and, and one of the reasons is Carl, Carl's influence on, on those, those pitchings, those pitchers. All right. Well, we'll uh, look forward to the results of tonight's uh, MVP award announcement. We'll see if uh, Jose Ramirez can get the job done, uh, bring home the Indians' first MVP award since uh, 1953 when Al Rosen did so. Again, uh, Probably should have been Albert Bell in 1995, but somehow Mo Vaughn got the award uh, that year. Uh, you yeah. know, Albert Bell uh, led the league in home runs and doubles and uh, just just crazy. Albert, yeah, that was the best season I've ever seen a player have. And I voted for, just, just to set the record straight, I voted for Albert. <laughs> <laughs> Albert got both, Albert got both. Both first place votes from the from the Cleveland writers that year. So he only got two first place votes that year. No, no, I mean just oh, from okay. Cleveland, from the Cleveland writers. Say. Yeah, cool. I don't know, but I don't know how many, but you know, he definitely deserved to win. But Albert, Albert cost himself that award by himself, by his. Uh, well, by, we'll, we'll see. It might, Albert. it it might come down to a numbers game this time around for Jose to see how many first place votes he gets. It could be that close. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep our, our, our eyes on what the, the vote totals were and, and what the announcement is. And uh, we will go from there. Uh, see you again tomorrow on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast.